0: This edition of the Go Vita podcast, proudly brought to you by Herbanica, 100% Australian, 100% pure single herb extracts, 100% certified organic, exclusively available at GoVita. Welcome to the Go Vita podcast, where your vitality is our passion. It's time to supercharge your health and wellness, to take the next step on being the best version of you. Let's get underway. Hello and welcome to the Go Vita podcast, the show dedicated to bringing you the latest and greatest wellness advice so that you can enjoy the health and vitality that you deserve. Marcus Pierce here with you, CEO of the Wellness Couch Podcast Network, and today we're talking all about herbs and more specifically, what herbs can help us when we need it most, whether it's anxiety or gut problems or lowered immunity, trouble sleeping, respiratory complaints. The centuries-old wisdom and power of herbs is more relevant and important today Than ever before. To help shed light on which herbs are appropriate for the different challenges of life, I'm joined by Tom Mason. Tom is the Managing Director of PPC Herbs, a 100% Australian owned and operated TGA certified company with almost 25 years' experience in manufacturing herbal medicines and personal care products. Tom, thanks for joining me on the Govita podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure, Marcus. Now Tom, let's all let's first of all talk about the rise of herbs and herbal formulations and remedies. I have been absolutely astronomical over the last decade. Everyone talks about herbs, but I'm guessing, just like John Laws used to say, oils ain't oils. I'm I'm reckoning that herbs ain't herbs. Can you share with the Go Vita podcast community what to look for when choosing herbs to help with our health?
1: Yes, certainly, Marcus. So I, I understand it can be very difficult for a consumer to choose the right herbal product for their health condition. Um, I think, first of all, we should say that in Australia, all the products that you would find in a Go Vita store would be considered to be safe and manufactured to the appropriate standard. So then the question becomes how do you choose between the products? And there's not a simple answer to this, Marcus. In, in some products, it may be the formulation that makes you choose one product over another. The formulation may contain some sort of unique ingredient or have a, uh, which has a property that other products don't have or don't contain. Uh, some other ways of choosing your product could be that it's the company that makes the product, whether it's Australian-owned or international, or whether indeed the products are actually made in Australia – or even that the herbs are grown in Australia. And, you know, sometimes we make assumptions about these sorts of things that are actually um, not correct. Some people may also prefer the convenience of one type of herbal formulation over another, and the obvious ones here are, you know, some people will prefer to take a capsule or a tablet because of the convenience of of doing that over – taking a liquid formulation. The advantages of a liquid formulation are that it gives you a lot of dose flexibility in uh, adjusting the dose to either get the desired effect or once you have the desired effect to back off a little bit on the dose. And you can also mix a liquid formulation with water or juice or a tea to make it easier to administer. So there are many factors at the end of the day that people have to consider when they walk into a store and see the shelves and shelves of different products there. Um, We think that most people prefer to buy their products from an Australian-owned company that also makes them in Australia, and ideally the products are also grown in Australia. Um, Surprisingly, you know, this is not um, a very easy thing to achieve for many companies.
0: Well, I think it's so important that people understand this. I mean, an Australian-owned company I think is massive. We're on a podcast where GoVita is the largest co-op in Australia. It's all Australian-owned. We're always talking about, as Australians, how important it is to support local. Um, and I think, um, as you said, it's not as easy as it sounds, but to be able to do it as you have at PPC, Her- PPC Herbs is absolutely phenomenal. And I think it's really important that people understand just how important this is. With herbs, Tom, it is something that, uh, again, as I said earlier, it's just risen and risen in popularity, just the conversation around herbs. But with that, the word I hear a lot is tincture. And I feel like it is used essentially just whenever I hear the word herbs or herbal remedies. So, for people that are listening, that, that they've got symptoms and we'll talk about those symptoms in a moment and they're curious to know how herbs can actually help them. But Before we talk about those symptoms, can you talk about what a tincture actually is?
1: Yes, certainly, Marcus. And uh, Look, I think this is a word that has – the the definition has blurred over time. Um, In the past, a tincture was typically used to describe a a fresh plant tincture, a fresh plant extract, where the ratio of uh, herbs to liquid was one to five. Um, and it was a very specific use of the word, and if you like, tincture was a subset of extract. These days, however, I think people use the word tincture to really describe, some, most of the time they use it to describe a type of herbal extract, um, and the technical definition of what a tincture is versus what an ex- extract it is has somewhat disappeared. In in our case at uh, PPC, We use the words to differentiate between a traditional dry plant extract, which is made from dry herbs, uh, to a tincture being a similar sort of product that is made from fresh herbs.
0: Uh That's a great way to define it, and I think that gives a lot more clarity to the listeners. All right, well, what I'd love to then uh, drill you on, if you're okay, is some of the major symptoms that humanity face on a day-to-day basis and to educate um, myself and the listeners on what herbs are good for um, each symptom. And what I might also add here for the listeners is that after today's interview, the best thing that you could probably do is to go to a Go GoVita store and speak directly with an in-store naturopath or go GoVita professional who can then offer the right advice to you um, on your specific needs. Because as always, when it comes to health, this conversation with Tom and myself is general in nature and not a substitute for personal Professional advice. So, Tom, can I can I start hitting you with some of the most common complaints that people are experiencing at the moment?
1: Absolutely, Marcus. Go for it.
0: All right. So, let's start off with gut health because this is the one that's everywhere. What are the what what herb um, is the number one herb for people experiencing digestive complaints or disturbances and, and all challenges around gut health?
1: Well, I think I think um, before I answer that, Marcus, um, maybe if I just said that. Some herbs have very specific uses for a single condition or indication and other herbs have multiple uses. So for some of the products that we'll talk about today and lemon balm is is a product that we would say is very well known as something that that assists in mild digestive complaints. Lemon balm also has other utilities in maybe uh, an anxiolytic or a relaxing or, or a product that would help you, you sleep, um, whereas some other products that we're going to talk about have very specific, very targeted uses that really are only for that particular purpose. But I would say that for digestive complaints, lemon balm is a really good choice that's been proven by hundreds and hundreds of years of use.
0: Uh huh. So lemon balm for gut health. And as you say, lemon balm can also be great for other things. But for the, for the, for this conversation, lemon balm for gut health. All right. Another one which I see on the rise, particularly, um, anxiety or other people on a lower level might call it nervousness or restlessness. What is the, what is the number one herb you would, um, suggest for people experiencing anxiety, nervousness or restlessness?
1: Well, this, this would be a herb that almost everybody um, knows, Marcus, and it's chamomile. And chamomile has been recognized for a long time as being a really effective herb to relieve feelings of mild anxiety, restlessness, nervousness, and also for its calmative uh, uh, properties. So chamomile is, is something that you'll find in almost every go buy to store I would suggest.
0: I reckon chamomile, uh, Tom, was one of the first – Herbs that the mainstream began to or began to, um, I suppose, understand, wouldn't you say? Because um, again, as someone yes. like myself that used to love a cigarette and a drink and was anything but into health and wellness, all I remember is chamomile tea and peppermint tea hitting the market. Um, yes. Is that because how did chamomile do that? I mean, it just seemed to come out of nowhere to become a just globally known as the the calming herb.
1: Well, I think I think. The first thing I'd say is because it works, because it's effective. And, you know, there are some people who don't um, agree with herbal remedies, but all I would say is that they wouldn't be on the market today if they didn't work. And chamomile is a very good example of a a herb that works really well for that sort of condition.
0: And the other thing is it's not that herbs are some new age superfood product, is it, that have come out of nowhere. These, These herbs have been around for hundreds and thousands of years Um, which, as you say, is the other thing. If it didn't work, we probably wouldn't be talking about it. But all I'd say is if you sit down at night and have a chamomile tea versus a coffee, you can tell the difference. You know which one's more calming. You don't have to be a rocket scientist.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs)
0: Um, All right, so for anxiety, nervousness, restlessness, we're talking chamomile, what about one um, around liver health Um, and maybe even appetite? I'm I'm thinking, again, I've done a few um, cleanses over my time, but – What is the what is one that would help with, um, say, detoxification process, particularly around liver health and appetite?
1: So I think the 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 go-to herb for that sort of uh, use, Marcus, would be something like dandelion. And dandelion has been used for a long time as a a, as a a product that's used to support liver health and to increase bile flow, help the body's own detoxification process. Um, it's a very bitter herb to taste and, and that, that contributes to its action in what it does. Um, and it 's also a herb that's used to uh, support appetite and to encourage people to eat um, uh, more than what the, the, they have been. So dandelion is a whole plant extract. it's typically it's the root as well as the above ground parts of the plant. Um, it can be either one or the other, but, but typically it's a whole plant and uh, very effective.
0: And, so, and as you said, um, well, as I was thinking, as you were saying, it's, it's one that's been around for a long time as well in, in the market. So as like we were saying with chamomile, um, it's, it's been around because it works. It's been around yes. um, for so long, dandelion. That's a good one. All right. The one that I'm thinking about as the winter months are on the, the verge of arriving is immunity and immune support. Um, now, I reckon I know the answer to this question because, again, it's been one I've known about for many years. But what would be the one herb you'd go to um, for people that have are, are been challenged with their um, immune system?
1: Well, not just me, Marcus, but uh, thousands and thousands of people in Australia use Echinacea. And Echinacea is probably, like chamomile, it would be one of the more famous herbs. Um, Echinacea is Typically used in Western herbal medicine to support the immune system and to support healthy immune function. Um, when you take a good preparation of echinacea, particularly if it's a liquid, uh, you can you can taste in your mouth. Your mouth will tingle after you've taken it as the echinacea starts to work, and it's a it's a really incredible experience and a very effective product to take at this time of year in Australia where we're starting to enter the winter months.
0: That's really interesting. Uh, Again, question without notice on this. So when you say a good preparation of echinacea, um, my wellness head is spinning around with um, products that may not be the best prepared versus products that are better prepared. So I'm guessing if I'm having um, some echinacea prepared by PPC Herbs, I'm going to get this tingle on the tongue. But does that mean that... Um, when you say preparations that may have been done poorly by other, you know, it's a bit like fish oil, and there's you know oils and oils. Does that mean you can tell the difference between good and badly prepared echinacea?
1: Yeah, it's it's. Look, yes and no. Um, I would say that all preparations of echinacea in the store meet the required standard. So I don't think they'd, they'd be in a GoVita store if they didn't meet the standard about what the dose was, et cetera, et cetera. Some of it depends upon the formulation. So it's a lot easier to detect the effect of, of a herb when you take it orally as a liquid. As opposed to taking a capsule because ah, gotcha yep. you, you don't taste the capsule it it's it's usually gelatin dissolves in the stomach, and the herb starts to go to work there yes. but but you know having having a preparation that that you know for example might be might be a fresh plant preparation um, where there's been little time for some of the actives to to disappear um, mm-hmm. that could be important in. In the efficacy of the product, but as I say, look, I think people can go into a store in confidence and choose any product, and it will it will do what what they say it will do. But if you want to actually see how, or maybe experience a little what the herb is doing to your to your body, to take it orally and to hold it in the mouth, you can you, you can get a lot of evidence um, or lo- a lot of uh, information about the herb working and what it's doing.
0: That's fascinating. So it's all, yeah, if it's in a liquid, you feel it. Um, Yeah, I love that. That's fascinating. Good stuff. All right. What about then, and again, I'm thinking about winter and a lot of people find it harder to be happier in winter. That's a conversation for another day. But if people are feeling harder to be happier, what is the herb that is uh, most associated with improving moods, happier moods, healthier moods? What's the herb that is most associated with that?
1: So I think I think the famous one which which many people would know is St John's wort. But I have to just caution your audience here that that this is an example of a herb where um you have to be careful if you're taking any existing prescription medicines. Okay. So in some and, and certainly, if you're taking prescription medicines for mood, you should you should tell your physician that uh, that you're doing this. But there are also some potential interactions with St John's water and how it affects other prescription medicines in terms of interactions. So there are there, and and these are th- these are relatively easily. Um, Uh, uh, available either on the internet or in the store. There'll be somebody who you can talk to. And the other thing that I just want to caution with this is that something like St. John's wort, which is sold as a a herbal remedy, is typically for mild mood disturbances. Um, It shouldn't replace a prescription medicine. And if your mood disturbance continues after you've been taking St. John's wort for a while... You should then go and see your healthcare practitioner.
0: I hope you're loving this episode as much as I am on the nine power herbs. It is fascinating stuff. Now, for the month of June, Go Vita podcast listeners can get 10% off the recommended retail price on any or all of the nine herbal extracts in the Herbanica range. So go into your Go Vita store, there are 150 of them around the nation, and look for the nine power herbs in the Herbanica range exclusively. Go Vita. Okay, back to Tom Mason. Very well said. Very well said, Tom. All right, what about heart health? Um, Now, again, the stats on heart health are disturbing uh, in terms of how many people die from heart-related diseases um, and and just in terms of uh, medication or prescription use related to heart health. So uh, for people that are looking for natural, I suppose, uh, improvements and powerful herbs um, to help with heart health, What do you um, suggest is is the most recommended herb, Tom?
1: Well, I'm I'm going to talk about one that's used uh, an awful lot in in Europe, Marcus, um, and and hasn't been used so much in Australia to date. Okay. Um, There are a number of different herbs that that have been used for heart health, but in Europe, something like hawthorn berry um, has been used for a long, long time as a heart tonic and also to support cardiovascular health. And there's a little bit of a caveat with, with this one too from a general point of view, Marcus, in that, again, this product doesn't replace any prescription medicine. It's meant to – it's there to augment your cardiovascular health um, and, you know, you wouldn't stop taking your blood pressure medication, for example, if you started taking this. Yep. You, you take the two together and they complement each other. Yeah. But and something like Hawthorne Berry uh, has, is used – is probably the most popular herb in Europe to support cardiovascular health. Not not an awful lot of herbs in the Australian context um, would be used in, in this way, but this is certainly one to consider.
0: It's oh, fascinating, and I love that, particularly in the world we live in today, it's so easy to learn... Um, what is well-used and successful in other countries and we can apply them to our little 24 million country down in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, You know, because 50, 100 years ago, that uh, would have happened with much more difficulty. So that's fantastic to know. I love the cutting-edge nature um, of that. So Hawthorne Berry for heart health. Um, Six down, three more I'd love to ask you about. Restlessness or probably more um, because I mentioned restlessness earlier but what I'm thinking of here more is Trouble sleeping, I know so many people both in my own family and friendship groups that really do have trouble sleeping um, and there may be nothing wrong, if I put in quotation marks, nothing wrong. It's not as if they've got things on their mind or or stresses. It's more like they're tired but they're just having trouble sleeping. What's a herd that's associated with helping with that, Tom?
1: Yeah, there, and there are a couple of these um, uh, that I think uh, people would know about, Marcus, probably one of the most well-known is passionflower, yes. And and passionflower is is a good herb to use for sleeplessness or to help people sleep because it's relatively gentle. So there are some other herbs that you can take, like valerian, which which can work well, but they leave you so they leave some people feeling you know a little bit knocked out at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, whereas there are other herbs like passionflower which Which are more gentle and and can achieve the same effect um, but at you know potentially more tolerated uh, dosing
0: I think I like gentle passion flower it just sounds wonderful passion flower sounds soothing. yes it does it's doesn't it, yeah. it. Um, okay um, what about uh, like complaints like trouble breathing or respiratory complaints um, and again it's probably not even um bias to a season. There are so many people that can, at any point in time with any challenges going on in life can have a trouble breathing. What's a herb that's associated with um, soothing or helping that symptom, Tom?
1: Yeah. And m- maybe just to to emphasize one thing, Marcus, it's not so much about trouble breathing. So this is not like a an, an asthma type drug. This is more for people who've had some sort of respiratory complaint and they've got an inflammation of their of their throat or their airways or, or upper respiratory tract, and there are certain herbs that you can take to soothe that irritation of the um, of the respiratory tract. And one of them is is marshmallow, believe it or not, and it's the root of the marshmallow uh-huh. plant. And that's because marshmallow um, is a is a mucilaginous herb; it, it coats, if you like. The, the irritated areas and acts to soothe them but, but not to improve your breathing but to sort of deal with that inflammation and maybe the pain associated with the inflammation and the irritation of the upper respiratory tract.
0: So we're we talking, just from my understanding here, we're we talking more like um, sore throats?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's lower than that as well. You, know, you, yeah. you, you get hoarse, you, you get raspy, you, you sometimes can feel in your, in your windpipe um, uh, some pain from having a you know, protracted respiratory infection or, or, or issue. And this is more to address those sorts of issues. Um, uh, if, of course, if, if you use any herb and the symptoms persist after a period of time, you should see a healthcare practitioner.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I mean, it's fascinating that some of the herbs, um, it's a bit cheeky, it's a bit five-year-old of me, but some of the herbs, they do sound like lollies, like I love marshmallow and licorice. Yes, 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 <laughs> you know, all yes. I think about is marshmallows over the campfire and, and my dad getting Darryl Lee licorice. <laughs> but, you know, they come from such powerful, you know, like you said, the root of the marshmallow, um, being able to help with uh, respiratory complaints um, and like you said, particularly... In, in the recovery phase, I think that's where yes. a lot of people are wise to really um, listen in there. That There are certain times, particularly when you want to honour the power of of herbal remedies. All right, I I've got one more for you, and this is something that you and I cannot relate to. We can appreciate yes. it um, in our um, partners and women in our life, but menstrual function, or uh, if it's even heavy periods, what is the herb that you recommend, particularly for the females listening and the and the dads of uh, daughters? What is the herb that they are wise to go into the govita store and source?
1: Yeah, this is a th- this is another one um, uh, that that has been very popular in Europe in the past, Marcus, and it's called Lady's Mantle. And it's really interesting how they name these products um, yes. according to the to the indications that they've been shown to be effective in. And Lady's Mantle is, is a herb. Um, in this case, we use the part of the herb that's growing above the ground, the herb top, when it's flowering. And Lady's Mantle is used uh, to support a healthy menstrual function, and also to help relieve the the symptoms of heavy menstrual periods, so the bloating, a little bit of the pain and so on, trying to help get that back to a more normal um, period.
0: All right. So we've got nine here. We've gone through gut health, which is lemon balm, anxiety, nervousness, chamomile, um, liver health, uh, an appetite support dandelion, Uh, immune support echinacea which again I think a lot of people um, would know but that is the gold medal winner moods and improving moods as you said mild disturbances um, St. John's wort um, and again speak to your govita naturopath health professional when you're in store heart health you mentioned hawthorn berry which has been widely used in Europe and now we're lucky enough to be using it in Australia. Uh, restlessness or more trouble sleeping, passion flower, particularly it's gentle um, and very effective. Uh, respiratory complaints, marshmallow, not to be confused with the lolly, but this is the root <laughs> of the marshmallow. And ladies mantle for menstrual function, including symptoms like heavy periods. That is, uh, We've done a quite a thorough job there, Tom. I'm quite happy with that list and I really hope our listeners are as well.
1: Yeah, it's a good, it's a good it's a good range of of herbs, Marcus, and it just goes to show that you know you there are many different herbs out there that can address many different issues.
0: I really appreciate um, your willingness to share all of this and I really would like to think that the listeners that may not and hopefully not are experiencing nine symptoms at once but you can listen to this episode whenever um, someone you know or yourself comes up with one of these symptoms and you know exactly what herb um, to look for in order to help. So Tom, can't thank you enough for sharing your information um, and your wisdom but I also want to thank you um, just for what you do at PPC Herbs. I've been doing my research for this interview and I see that um, you support the Plaster House which is helping to provide surgical rehabilitation for injured or disabled children in Tanzania. I see you also support Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Australia which is providing mentoring programs between adult volunteers and disadvantaged children in Australia and I just love uh, i love a holistic business. I love one that's not just about selling products or services but is also contributing to the greater good and um, what you're doing at PVC Herbs is to be commended and I can't thank you enough for joining us on the podcast today.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for those words, Marcus. It's it's been a pleasure. Um, the those two programs you mentioned are important to us and our and our staff. And sometimes it's good to feel ground to get to, to be grounded and just you know have some sort of greater greater good function that you're doing that um, contributes to things rather than just selling products.
0: Absolutely, no, done a great job. To our listeners, the Go Vita podcast listeners, for all of the herbs that we've mentioned, go into your Go Vita store, um, ask the questions, help your loved ones, help yourself. Uh, What we'd recommend with this episode is to subscribe. You can subscribe to the whole series of Go Vita podcasts, share them with a friend, show your friends and family how to listen to podcasts, particularly those that are experiencing the symptoms that we've mentioned in this episode. When you show your friends and family how to listen to podcasts, I promise you, you will open up a whole new world for them we would love it if you gave this podcast a review in the itunes store and make sure you head on over to govita.com.au where you can check out the latest go magazine that's govita's quarterly mag with recipes tips special offers and more and remember when next you're doing your shopping make sure you do so in one of the 150 Go Vita stores around australia because at govita your vitality is our passion bye for now